Okay, welcome everyone. Today we are continuing our live broadcast of our Sutta studies here uh, in Winnipeg. So, uh, quite shortly I will be switching over to the actual text and from then on you won't see me or anybody else in the remainder of the session. Um, and the format of these sessions in case you didn't realize it last night or are just tuning in now for the first time, is to go over first the Pali text, which we will be chanting. And uh, then, after having chanted the Pali text, we will be studying the English translation, which will then be put on the screen in, in replacement of replacing the Pali. This is all going on every day at 7 p.m., so if you're watching this uh, after the fact on YouTube, uh, just so that you know if you want to catch it live, uh, we're every day at 7 p.m. It really doesn't make a difference because we're not interacting with the audience. So whenever you catch this is fine. It's every day at 7 p.m. Winnipeg time. Uh, we'll have a new video out. About an hour after that, you'll be able to watch it on YouTube. So it's uh, one minute before 7. We'll just uh, <clears throat> just get started here. First doing the Pali chanting and then... Uh, reading the sutta in English and commenting and studying it. The sutta that we're studying today again is the Kakachupama Sutta, Majjhima Nikaya number 21. We're halfway through it, so if you missed the first one, you might want to go back and uh, look at the uh, first half of the text. We're over halfway through it. So today we're looking at the second portion of the text. Namo tasa bhagavato arahato sama sambhutasa Namo tasa bhagavato arahato sama sambhutasa Namo tasa bhagavato arahato sama sambhutasa Panchime bhikkave vachana pataye vo pare vandamana vandeyam Kale nava akale nava bhute nava abhute nava Sane nava paruse nava anta sangite nava Anatta sangite nava medajit Tava do santarava Kale nava bhikkave pare vadamana Vadeyum akale nava bhute nava bhikkave Pare vadamana vadeyum abhute nava Sane nava bhikkave pare vadamana vadeyum Parusena nava bhikkave pare vadamana vadeyum anattasangite nava metacitta va bhikkave pare vadamana vadeyum dosantarava tatra vivo bhikkave evam sikkitabham Nachevano chittam viparinatam vizisati 
Tanchapungalam Tadaram Sayata pibikawe puriso agatseya Kudala pitakanga dayaso evang wadeya Ahang imam maha patawing ang patawing karisami di So tatra tatra wikarneya tatra tatra wikireya Tatra tatra ortubeya, tatra tatra omuteya. Apatavi bavasi, apatavi bavasi, titam kimanyatavikawe. Apinuso puriso imam maha pataving, apataving kareyati. Noe tambante tam kisahitu. Ayani bande mahapatavi gambira apameya sana sukara apatavi katunya vadeva chapana so puriso kilamata savigata sabahi asati eva meva kovika ve panchime vachanapata Yeo pare vadamana vadeyun. Kale nava akale nava bhute nava abhute nava. Sane nava paruse nava atta sangite nava anatta sangite nava. Meta chitta vado santara vakale nava bhikave. Pare vadamana vadeyunga kale nava. Bhute nava bhikave pare vadamana vadeyunga bhute nava. Sane nava bhikave pare vadamana vadeyunga bhute nava. Ata samite nava bhikave pare vadamana Vadeyunganat Nachava pikam vacham nichare sama. Hitanu kambi chaviyari sama. Mita chitta nado santara. 
Sayata so no he tambante tangisahitu ayani bante akaso arupi anidasano tajana sukaram rupam likitum rupa patu bavankatu yavade vachana so puriso kinamatasa vigatasa bhagiyasati Eva meva kobika we panchi meva tanapata Yehivo pare vadamana vade yunka Kale nava akale nava pena cheva Tadara manancha sambavan Cheta savi pulena mahagatena apamane na avedena Abhyavajena paritva vihari samadhi Evani vobhika vesikitavam Sayata vibhika vepuriso agacheya aditangtinukangadaya so evam vadeya hamaya aditaya Tinukaya gangam nadin santape sami sampaditape samiti Tanki manyatavikave apinuso puriso aditaya Tinukaya gangam nadin santapeya samparita payati Noe tang bante tang kisahetu Ganga hibante nadigam vira apameya Sana sukaradaditaya tinukaya santapetum samparita petum Yavadeva chapana so puriso kilamata savigata sabagiya sati. Eva meva kaubika ve panchime vachanapata. 
Sayata Madhuka tulini cinna sasara cinna bhavabhara Atapuriso agacheya kartam vakatalam vaadaya Soe vangvadeya ahangimam vilarabhasam Maditam sumaditam suparimaditam Mudukam tulinam Jinna sasaram, jinna bambaram, katena wa katalena wa sarasaram karisami, bararam karisami, titam king manyata bikawe, apinuso puriso among bilagabastam, amanditam, sumanditam, suparimanditam. Mudagam tulining jinna sasaram jinna bambaram Katena wa katalena wa sarasaram kareya barabaram kareyati Nohe tam bante tam kisahetu Amuhi bante bilarabasta madita sumandita suparimandita Muduka tulini cinna sasara cinna bambara Sana sukara kartena vakatalena vasara sarangatum barabarangatum Yavadeva chapanaso puriso kilamatasa vigatasa bhagiyasati Eva meva kobika ve panchi meva chanapata Yehilo pare vadamana vadeyam Kalena va akalena va bhutena va abhutena va Sanhena va parusena va anathasamitena va anathasamitena va Meta chitta wa dosantara wa kalena wa bhikave Pare wa namana wa deyum akalena wa Rutena wa bhikave pare wa namana wa deyum abutena wa Sanhena wa bhikave pare wa namana wa deyum parusena wa Atasangitena wa bhikkave parivadamana wa deyum anatasangitena wa Metachita wa bhikkave parivadamana wa deyum parusena wa 
dosantarava tatrapiva bhikkave vam sikitavam nacevano chittam viparinatam bhavisati nacapapikam vachan nichare sama itana kampicca vihari sama meta chittana dosantara Tancha pungalang meta sahagatena jeta saparitva viharisama Tadaramanan jasambhavantang lokam vilara basta samayana Jeta savipulena magangatena apamanena averena Abhyabhajena paritva bhyari samadhi Evanhivo bhikkave sikitamam Ubhadolandakena jepi bhikkave kakachena kora Ucharaka angamangani ogandeyum Tatrapiyo anopadusayalame sotena sasana karo Tatrapiyo bhikkave evang sikkitabam Nachevano chittang viparintang bhavisati Nachapikam vajam ichare sama Itanu kampi shavihari saman metra chitana dosantara Tanshapungalam meta sahagatena chita saparitvavi Vihari samatataram manancha sabhavantam lokam meta sahagatena Jeta savipulena magatena apamanena averena Abhyabhajena paritva vayarisamyati evangu bhikkave sikkitavam Imanchatumme bhikkave kakachupamangu vadam Abhikamanasikareyatapasatanotumhebhikave Tamvachanapatamnanumvatulangvayantumhenahivaseyatati Nohetambandetasmatihabhikave Imangakachupamangovadangabhikanangmanasikarota Tamvo bhavisatitikaratam hitaya sukhayati Idamo chavagavatamanate bhikkhu Bhagavato bhasitam adhinandruti Right, then we finish the Kakachupama Sutta. So now we go to the English translation. We are still broadcasting, now we're in English, so we're on paragraph 11. Okay, we've gone through, just to recap, we've gone through the beginning of the Kakachupama Sutta, which doesn't yet have to, doesn't, hasn't yet reached the simile of the saw, but he's, the pre pretext of the sutta is Molya Bhaguna, this monk who has been associating with the bhikkhunis over much, and as a result, 
um, he got to the point where he, if anyone attacked the bikunis, he would uh, get upset and tell them, "Don't, don't you say bad things about the bikunis." And if the if the people said bad things about him, the bikunis would also back him up. So it was like a a, a mafia kind of setup. So this, it was difficult for the sangha to admonish either him or or these bikunis. So uh, the point was he got angry and upset. And so the Buddha was talking about how you shouldn't get upset and angry. If someone if someone um, accuses you of something, you should think, well, is this true or is it not true, and so on and so on. You should be mindful and with a metta jitena, as the Buddha said, with a metta jitta, a mind of loving kindness and so on. And then he tells the story of this uh, woman. What was the story of the woman? Uh, tell yeah. us the story of the woman. I forgot the woman's name, but the uh, the woman was a Wede, was a lady. Wedehika was a lady, and uh, she had the servant named Kali. And um, everyone would say say about Wedehika, she's a very meek, gentle. For this part, we should turn off. Let's turn off the screen share so we can see us. Okay. So they would say she's a very meek, gentle, and kind person. And um, so Kali decided to test her her ladyship, her lady, by um, by misbehaving, by staying up late, getting up late, getting up late, and um, and she would get scolded by her lady in a in a way that did not represent her lady as being meek and kind. And uh, she did this two more times, getting up later and later. And eventually, the last time, the lady... So first, the first time she got angry and yeah. scowled. Scowled. The second time... She said un unkind words. Unkind words. And the third, the third time, time, she hit her over the head with a rolling pin. Yeah. Made her bleed. And so she goes running through the village. She goes running around, denouncing her lady, saying... Look what she did. She's this not... Is, this. These are the actions of a meek yeah. lady. Yeah. And so bad importance. And so the moral of the story is that just because someone appears to be meek and and patient and calm and tranquil uh, when things go their way doesn't mean they're like that when things don't go their way. And so the Buddha said you should not be um, well behaved just because you get what you want. You should be well behaved out of out of a uh, respect for the for the reverence for the Dhamma. Reverence for the Dhamma. He said respect the Dhamma and reverence for the Dhamma. Okay. And that's, um, I think, where we are right now with some additions. Anyway, if you want to re read the whole sutta, you can go back or you can find it. Okay, so let's see. Are we We're now back on the text? Good. Okay, you want to start us off? Because there are these five courses of speech that others may use when they address you. Their speech may be timely or untimely, true or untrue, gentle or harsh, connected with good or with harm, spoken with a mind of loving-kindness or with inner hate. When others address you, their speech may be timely or untimely. When others address you, their speech may be true or untrue. When others address you, their speech may be gentle or harsh. When others address you, their speech may be connected with good or with harm. When others address you, their speech may be spoken with a mind of loving-kindness or with inner hate. Here in bhikkhus you should train thus. Our minds will remain unaffected, and we shall utter no evil words. We shall abide compassionate for their welfare with a mind of loving kindness without inner hate. 
we shall abide pervading that person with a mind imbued with loving kindness, and starting with him, we shall abide pervading the all-encompassing world with a mind imbued with loving kindness, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility, and without ill will. That is how you should train bhikkhus. Right, so um, this is a canonical sort of standard teaching of the Buddha. It's typical of the Buddha to give these sorts of teachings a list of things. And you can consider these to be uh, authoritative, that these are the five courses of speech that others may use when they address you. Of course, it may just be examples of speech. There may be other kinds of speech that are unwelcome, but there's the difference between the welcome types of speech and the unwelcome types of speech. Obviously, we all want to be addressed timely. You want people to say things at the right time. When you're uh, watching your favorite television show, you don't want that to be the time when your uh, significant other starts telling you about their day or your children start pestering you to read them a bedtime story or so on. Uh, that would be untimely. Timely is that people say things at the right time and only bother you, uh, only tell you things and ask you things and bother you or, or converse with you at the right time. Might be true or untrue, obviously we want everyone to tell us true things. No one wants to uh, have any have people lie to them. We don't like it when people deceive us clearly. Um, gentle, of course we all want gentle speech. We want people to say nice things about us and to speak to us kindly and to not speak harshly or criticize us or uh, talk talk to us about our faults. We don't want any harsh speech. Connected with good or with harm, so things that are of our benefit, so telling us, we want people to tell us all of the good things or all of, um, give us all of all good advice, right? When we go to people for advice, we want them to give us good advice. We don't want them to give us bad advice. So if you're sad and upset, we want people to tell you that you should go meditate. What you don't want is for people to tell you to go drinking or taking drugs or just kill yourself, that kind of thing. It's the kind of thing you don't want. You don't want bad advice, because it might be bad advice, and you think it's good advice, and then you follow it, and you end up suffering as a result. And of course, we want everyone to speak with the mind of loving kindness. We don't want people to say things out of hate, because when people say things out of hate, they tend to try to trick us and hurt us and find ways to bring us to suffering and loss and so on. But the matter of fact, the truth of the matter is when others address you, their speech might be timely or untimely. You can't control that. And it's an obvious thing that you can't control it, but the point is we don't realize this. We're untrained to catch this. We're not ready for it. We're not prepared for it. When someone addresses us untimely, we get upset. When people address us with lies, when people tell us lies, we get upset. Uh, when when people are, speak harshly to us, tell, pointing out our, our flaws, telling us uh, the, the, our, our shortcomings and so on, we get upset. When people speak to us with, out of harm, give us advice that's harmful, we get upset. And when people speak with inner hate, we get upset. All because of our expectations, because of our uh, lack of preparation, lack of preparedness for the fact that these five courses of speech and these ten types of speech actually 
uh, are are a part of life, are are inevitable. And so the only way to go about it is to train ourselves. Our minds will remain unaffected, and we shall utter no no evil words. It's exactly the same thing the Buddha said about uh, without inner hate, compassionate for their welfare. So we should actually have a compassion, compassion, a mind full of compassion, and a mind of loving kindness without inner hate. Now, as I said before, the easiest way to do that is to start at the top. Don't start with the metta because it's kind of fake. You see. If you're just saying, okay, well, let's be compassionate and, and, and kind, which is where most people start, they are already affected by it. So when you're angry at someone and then you cover it over with love, it's like, uh, what did someone say, a, uh, a cow dung cake covered in icing or something like that. You see? Put icing on cow dung, it's still cow dung. Uh, yeah, the cake has to be pure. So the first part is to have your mind unaffected. And once your mind is unaffected, the real point is that naturally, as a result, you will not utter any, utter any evil words, and you shall abide compassionate with the mind of the kindness. The only way to do that naturally is to have your mind unaffected, in other words, objective. So when people are speaking to you, you're mindfully aware of what they're saying, and you're mindfully aware of your reactions and, and your judgments and so on. You don't let them escalate and become a premise for bad uh, karma. Okay, but we've been over that before. We shall abide pervading the all-encompassing world. So we do this for the whole world. In fact, everything in the universe we take this way, starting uh, right, starting with the per that person. We do this for the whole world. Now, if you're practicing metta bhavana, you would actually take this as a meditation and and uh, cultivate it in terms of in order to. Uh, enter into the jhanas right? and have an abundant, exalted, immeasurable state of mind, which is a very peaceful and sublime abiding. Yeah. Bhikkhus, suppose a man came with a hoe and a basket and said, I shall make this great earth to be without earth. He would dig here and there, strew the soil here and there, spit here and there, and urinate here and there saying, be without earth, be without earth. What do you think, because Could that man make this great earth to be without earth? No, venerable sir. Why is that? Because this great earth is deep and immeasurable. It is not easy to make it be without earth. Eventually the man would reap only weariness and disappointment. So he's going to give a series of um, similes. I believe there's three similes he uses. And these are very powerful similes to use with people who are of this mindset. When someone says something bad to someone else, uh, you remind them to be like the earth. When, when someone urinates or defecates on the earth, does the earth get upset and say, hey, stop that? No. So when people say nasty things to you, uh, you should be unaffected. Be like, be like the great earth, that no matter what people do to it, urinate and defecate, spitting and uh, digging, trying to make the earth be not earth. And they are unsuccessful. This is the nature of a profound person. They like the earth. Nothing bothers them. So two because these are there, these four courses, five courses of speech, etc., etc., etc. He's just repeating himself. So go on to the next part. Because suppose a man came with crimson, turmeric, indigo, or carmine and said, I shall draw pictures and make pictures appear on empty space. What do you think, Bikus? Could that man draw pictures and make pictures appear in empty space? No, venerable sir. 
Why is that? Because empty space is formless and non-manifestive. It is not easy to draw pictures there or make pictures appear there. Eventually, the man would reap only weariness and disappointment. It's a fairly non-standard translation. Non-manifestive is anidasana, which means... Oh, maybe it does mean non-manifestive, but really un invisible, I think, is the point. Anidasana means you can't, uh, you can't see it, I believe. Uh, and uh, formless means apatiga, I think. I can't remember. Anyway, it's, it's, uh, ta it has no tac tactile uh, existence nor any visible existence. You can't see it or feel it. So painting on it is ridiculous. So he said, so too you should be like the, be, uh, indwell with a mind similar to empty space. So up, to, up above he said, a mind similar to the earth, similar to empty space, stainless, unstainable, with no, leaving no trace, no matter who tries to draw on the air, doesn't stain them. So too when people try to speak, try to hurt you, try to make you angry, you act like the air as though it just goes right through. Because suppose a man came with a blazing grass torch and said, I shall heat up and burn away the river Ganga with this blazing grass torch. What do you think, Because Could that man heat up and burn away the river Ganga with this, that blazing grass torch? No, Venerable Sir, why is that? Because the river Ganga is deep and immense. It is not easy to heat up or burn it away with a blazing grass torch. Eventually that man would reap only weariness and disappointment. Hmm. So again, we'd be like the river Ganga. The Pali word is Ganga, it's the real name. Uh, be deep and immense, deep and profound. A person is, uh, who, who cultivates the clarity of enlightenment is deep and profound. It's not affected by um, other people's speech is not affected by worldly things. When they hear something, they experience it as sound. And they're able to put aside their partiality towards everything, their judgments of everything, and just experience it as it is, just be, and be happy, without relying on other things to make them happy. So to bhikkhus, etc., etc., etc. There's four sentences, there's a fourth one. Because suppose there were a cat skin bag that was rubbed, well rubbed, thoroughly well rubbed, soft, silky, rid of rustling, rid of crackling, and a man came with a stick or pot shirt and said, there is this cat skin bag that is rubbed, rid of rustling, rid of crackling. I shall make it rustle and crackle. What do you think, Because Could that man make it rustle or crackle with the stick of the pot shirt? No, venerable sir. Why is that? Because that cat skin bag being rubbed, etc., rid of rustling, rid of crack, crackling, it is not easy to make it rustle or crackle with the stick or the potsherd. Eventually, the man would reap only weariness and disappointment. Hmm. Right, so a cat skin bag, we think of maybe a paper bag or a plastic bag. We don't have cat skin bags, I suppose. But I guess it's um, cat skin, it's the skin of a cat, right? Uh, so it's some kind of leather that if it dries out it gets very uh, uh, crackly. You know? When it's well rubbed and well oiled, it is soft and silky. So if you take a, a silk bag, the idea is if you want to make a silk bag rustle, 
or any kind of uh, bag of that sort. Right, so not a paper bag, sorry. Thinking that it's kind of like a paper bag, you're going to make a silk bag or a leather bag, right? A catskin bag, a leather satchel. Trying to make it crackle and make noise. The point is trying to get a trying to get a rise out of someone, right? It's, uh, the the comparison is to a person trying to uh, get a response, get a reaction, which is what some people try to do sometimes. They will uh, people we, we try to get a reaction out of people, play with them just to make them angry, just to make them upset because it's more fun when you're not the only one who is upset. Or just out of out of habit, people like to be argumentative and can't live without a good argument or a good fight, and so they make others upset. So we should act like the leather bag, not crackling, not responding to abuse, yes. having a mind of loving kindness, immeasurable. And here now, finally, we get into the kakachupama, the simile of the saw. Because even if bandits were to sever you savagely limb by limb with a two-handled saw, he who gave rise to a mind of hate towards them would not be carrying out my teaching. Herein, because you should train thus, our minds will remain unaffected and we shall utter no evil words, we shall abide compassionate for their welfare with a mind of loving kindness without inner hate. We shall abide pervading them with a mind imbued with loving kindness and starting with them, we shall abate providing the all-encompassing world with a mind imbued with loving-kindness, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill-will. That is how you should train, because. Hmm. So right, here's the famous simile of the saw, well worth remembering. If you want to know how far the Buddha went in terms of requiring his students to uh, practice non-violence or non uh, non what's the word fighting back revenge non-revenge non-vengeance non-vengeance is that even if even if if someone were torturing you to the extreme severing you savagely limb by limb with a two-handled saw two-handled saw means two guys on either end and they're sawing it back and forth across your arms those are wicked saws they're for cutting down trees uh, if someone gave rise to a mind of hate towards them, that person would not be carrying out the teaching. Of course, the guys with the saws are not carrying out his teaching either. That's <laughs> not what he's saying. But uh, even the person being savagely cut limb from limb would not be practicing his teaching. If they give rise to a mind of hate, that's how far we have to take this. It really is true non-violence and true letting go because we're trying to rise above the human condition. It doesn't matter. This life is not the important thing. The mind is the important thing. Protecting the mind, even at the risk of one's own life. Because if you keep this advice and the simile of the saw constantly in mind, do you see any course of speech, trivial or gross, that you could not endure? No, venerable sir. Therefore, because you should keep this advice on the simile of the saw constantly in mind, that will lead to your welfare and happiness for a long time. That is what the Blessed One said. The bhikkhus were satisfied and delighted in the Blessed One's words. Okay, so today was a little shorter. We finished more than half yesterday. So now we're finished the sutta. Uh, closing advice is to keep the advice of the simile of the saw constantly in mind. Even just that last, that, just the actual simile itself. Remember, even if you're 
uh, tortured, brutally delimbed. What's the word? It's not delimbed. No? Delimbed? It's fine, but... Uh... Decapitated is the word, isn't it? No, that's head. That's the head? Yeah. Oh my goodness, you're making me forget. Uh... Amputated. Amputated? Isn't that a surgical thing? Anyway. Well, yeah. Amputated with a saw, with a, with a wood saw, to a double-handed wood saw. Uh, if you get angry, then you're still wrong. Still not proper to get angry. Even then, anger is misplaced. Un unuseful, unbeneficial, a cause for unwholesomeness and suffering in the future. Because really the only reason you're suffering from the saw in the first place is because of your anger, your, your dislike of the experience. So that was the simile of the saw. This was our second broadcast. We've been doing this for a while, actually. We've been going through run 21. We started at the... We didn't start at the first one, but we started somewhere in the single digits, and now we're up to number 21. We're not going to go through all the suttas. I'm just skipping through them, trying to find the next one that I think is uh, widely applicable to our uh, audience, or, you know, something that's easy to talk about. So that's all for tonight. Thank you for tuning in. We got six viewers tonight. Probably once people learn that it's on at this time, they'll tune in. Uh, we haven't brought, we haven't uh, publicized that fact yet, but probably when we do, people will show up. But that's not the biggest uh, reason for doing this. We're recording it, so this is going to be on YouTube. Most of you are probably watching this after the fact, which is fine. They're going to be daily uh, as long as we're able to do this for the next little while. Um, there's going to be a break next week because we're going to be without internet, I assume, for at least a few days when we move. But once we've moved in, we'll be broadcasting news again, so check back. Every night at 7 p.m. Winnipeg, Canada time. So, peace. Wishing you all the best. Have a good night.